What is your role at Turning Point USA? I am the director of urban engagement. And this guy over here. I work for her. <laughs> um, I'm the founder of Turning Point USA. Um, we have a great team. We're on 1,200 college and high school campuses across the country fighting for free markets, smaller government, the Constitution, and Western civilization as we know it. We added Candace on our team a couple months ago, and I could say without a shadow of a doubt, she's one of the most unique talents I've ever come across, and I believe she has a once-in-a-generation opportunity to demographically change this country for the better. Wonderful, wonderful. That's, uh, it's so inspiring what you're doing, because as you know, millennials in particular are known to be very left-leaning statistically. And we really urgently need to get on these high school and college campuses to start changing minds at a younger age. So the fact that you're on 1,200, I heard 1,000 last, so 1,200 campuses, that's amazing. Um, can you tell me a bit more about what, you, what your organization does specifically on college campuses? I know big government sucks is, your, is, is, is a motto that you use. Mm -hmm. Start college chapters, host guest speakers, do free speech activism and legislation pushes, um, leadership development, um, but also being the ambassadors for ideas that are not always being heard. We're big believers in grassroots activism, actually empowering students on the ground to have you know, critical face-to-face -face type conversations, call out professors when they're getting out of bounds. Um, and we've had an amazing amount of success. We had our event back in December. We had 3,000 students from all 50 states represented. Um, and now we're going to do a big aggressive push to grow, grow to more chapters and more campuses this year. Great. Great. And can you tell me more about what you're doing with the organization? I know that you're, you're a very, very key player, and it's wonderful. Um, what, what Charlie's giving you great praise, and I'm sure you're doing great. So tell me a bit more about what you do and what your role is there. Sure. So I think I, I represent an expansion for what Turning Point is doing, certainly. Um, Charlie was able to tap into that like millennial on-campus spirit um, and give conservatism a home, and these ideas were not being presented whatsoever. I'm doing exactly that, but I'm applying it to the black community. Um, and I, not always on college campuses because in many cases because of socioeconomic factors black students are not going to college right they're not even graduating high school so it's about meeting them where they're at in their communities and presenting them with conservative ideas which is super important and key because the truth is that the reason our communities have been decimated over time is because of liberal policies and liberal ideas um, so it's, it's super important and the time is definitely now great great that's that's it's so exciting what you're doing um, and uh, I guess, I guess my next question is, what do you think about this event, Saving California? Now, as we know, I'm from Boston, Massachusetts, an equally probably more blue state, um, and there is, uh, there's major, major issues with this state being so blue and you know, being a supermajority Democrat state. There's a lot of work to turn it around. What do you think about this event, and what do you think about Saving California? Look, I think it's super necessary. I'm from Connecticut, so another blue state that is has become a sinking ship. Um, L.A. has become sort of the sinking Titanic, I think, right? Yep. Um, so it's really important that we meet people here because I think they've just they've represented beyond a shadow of a doubt how terrible and how extreme the left has become and how angry and how violent and how vengeful they have become. Um, and really the focus here being on just killing capitalism and killing America and everything that makes this great nation what it is. Uh, so I'll, I'll let Charlie jump in here. Well, look, um, make no mistake, immigration is a huge component of whether or not this state will continue to survive. And if we legalize millions of illegal immigrants and allow them to vote, California will be forever lost. We absolutely need to build the wall, and we need to have some sort of border security so that this perpetual stream of illegal immigration stops. Uh, defunding sanctuary cities, the Oakland mayor should be in prison for aiding and abetting known fugitives yep. against the state. Um, and I think we should go after legally Oakland and San Francisco and Los Angeles that are harboring illegal fugitives in this country. Um, if, you don't, if you're not a nation of laws, then you're not a nation whatsoever. And if you, if your nation is defined by its borders, but this is very intentional.
the left wants a perpetual stream of illegal immigrants to use them as victims, as political footballs, so they can divide the country further, turn them into Democrats, and then have a monopoly politically long-term. So if we don't get immigration right this time around, we're going to be in a lot of trouble. And Lynn, what they're doing with the illegals is exactly what they did with the black community first. Um, yep. The illegal population and is growing at an exponential rate, and that's exactly why we do need the wall. And he's exactly right. They want to turn them into victims and ideologically um, just enslave them to these liberal ideas and policies. Okay, I agree 100%. And it's kind of interesting. So you're on, the, you're on college campuses, and you see firsthand what's happening with students. And how could American-born students be okay with getting so disenfranchised with their votes and their dollars, it's just mind-boggling that they wouldn't 95% be on our side, right? So what, what, what do you think we can do to get this messaging across to them? Because it's, in, it's not in their best interest. It's clearly not in their best interest to have this happen. So uh, have you been successful changing? I'm sure you've been successful changing minds, and that's what you're, what you're doing. But what do you think about that in terms of how to get millennials, not just millennials, but you know, uh, you're focused on college-age kids, right? But um, what do you think needs to be done, what can be done more effectively by or the conservative movement to get them to change their minds because it's so detrimental their self to their self-interest. Well, look, um, specifically, Candace could talk about the black community. I mean, no, no community has been hurt as much as the black community with this stream of illegal immigration. But you're right. I mean, they are getting disenfranchised. They're going to have their voice significantly reduced for foreign nationals that are in our country that should somehow become citizens. It's an incomprehensible argument. It's, it's, it's rooted in, in logical fallacies and globalist tendencies. Um, and so, yeah, we've had a lot of success behind it, but there's so much misinformation when they talk about, you know, mass deportations and raids and all that sort of stuff. So how about this? Why don't we start deporting all the illegals in our prisons? If you commit a crime in this country, why the hell are you in this country? Exactly. Seriously, empty the prisons. Get the one million illegal immigrants in our prisons out immediately. Build the wall, end chain migration, sign an executive order that anyone from a country that hates us is no longer allowed in here. Just put the country first. That's why I support the president so much. But look, we need Republicans with a spine. And I'm sick and tired of these Republicans kowtowing to globalist forces that want to see us diminished and destroyed. Right. And, and you had mentioned that it's mind boggling. I, I almost say that it's not mind boggling. It's, it's actually mind control is what we're seeing has happened. Yes, yes. It starts way earlier than high school in college. It starts in, in pre-K. It starts in preschools. And um, that's really what the problem is, is that they're only be present, being presented with a certain set of ideas, yeah. ideas which are harmful to them ultimately. So what we're trying to do is just give them a different set of ideas to present them with different ideas. Um, and we talk about taking back culture, which is super important. It's why I make videos that are funny and satirical mm. and not always so serious all the time because people will naturally gravitate so towards That's something right. that has humor and feels a little more lighthearted. They don't want to watch Fox News anymore. They're on Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. Meet them where they're yeah. at. And that's what the leftists have been tremendously successful at is sort of taking ho Hollywood and culture um, and using it for themselves. And I think that that's where we're, what we're doing right now is interjecting and saying conservatism is cool again. Good, good. Well, that's what that's what I believe, of course. And you know, kind I like of like your jacket. Do you like my jacket? <laughs> it's it's my Captain Opportunity jacket. I love it. it so it's sort of like it's like yeah. superhero powers because the uh, liberal lies just bounce right off. <laughs> <laughs> um, so getting to opportunity, our organization is Grand Opportunity USA, and our our movement is is exactly in line with what you're looking to do and what you are doing. Not looking to do the, what you are doing so so effectively. And um, you know, what, so my question is, what do you think about? The, the idea of opportunity in America. What, what makes America special with, res with respect to the concept of opportunity? I mean, the, the word opportunity in its, in its root um, means that tomorrow can be better than today. And so by, instead of trying to throw rocks at the top of the building, let's fix the elevator. Instead of trying to demonize those that have made it, let's try to figure out how those ha haven't can get there. Um, the old quote, the quote I use a lot is that the left, they don't care about the poor, they hate the rich. 
And so we as a party, I love the brand, that should be the new name of the Republican Party, should be about how, how, can we make, how can we make people that are less, less fortunate better tomorrow. And it's this idea of upward mobility. And if you look at the statistics, there is some problems with upward mobility in this country, especially amongst the one-fifth quintile of Americans, specifically in the black community. They're in this perpetual poverty, and a lot of it's because of bad government policies and failing public schools. But we have solutions for that. The Democrats have pacifiers for that. They want to keep people exactly where they are for as long as possible. We want to get the most amount of people out of poverty and be upwardly mobile. So I love the idea of opportunity. Philosophically, it's very consistent with what we believe. But also, branding and marketing-wise, I think we can win a lot. Because they're going to be the party of free stuff, and we'll be the party of freedom. Good, good. I, that's, that's the kind of messaging I think we need to push out, because that's what seems to resonate with, with people that otherwise are turned off by the words conservative or unbelievably capitalism is now a trigger word, right? Crazy. I yeah. mean, you know, free speech is a trigger word. Right. But so far, I've found that the word opportunity is, is not yet a trigger word. It doesn't not have yet. trigger Give status. It one month. Put, put it in <laughs> GOP, we're going we're yeah. to have that problem. And the last thing I'll ask is then, what do you think about the left in terms of opportunity? Would you then call them maybe the anti-opportunity party? I guess you could call them the anti-opportunity party, among words. among other things. <laughs> among other things. Yeah, absolutely. I like I like to call them plantation supervisors. So they want to make sure people are enslaved to this idea. Um, it, that's just the truth, right? Uh, black yeah. people, it, it, to me, represents I a new it. form of slavery. Yeah. And I, I use that aggressive terminology because it, it sticks and it makes Accurate. people understand. Yeah. And it's it's yeah, it's spot on. Um, you know, uh, 100%. centuries ago they were enslaving our bodies. Now it's they're enslaving our minds. And and unless we can unleash the minds, black people have no opportunity in this country. Which goes back to your idea of the Grand Opportunity Party. Great. Thank Thanks. You. Thank you, guys. You Thank, Thank you. you.